confuse the poor people anymore. What are they? What are they doing? Okay. Okay. So the chiddush in test obviously is is the the notion that when when we say shabara lekim lasos lesaken that the tikkun is more than simply the tikkun of Elam Haza. We learned in Eishes that it's also for the three other levels, Mamale Sevev and even Etzimarein Sev. And in Eishes, the Rebbe teaches us that, based, again, explaining the Maimer of Tafresh Samach of the Rebbe Shab, where the Rebbe Shab talks about three different levels, these three different levels of light correspond to the three different levels of Ava, Bechol Levavcho, Bechol Nafshecho, Bechol Meyadecho, and the Rebbe quotes the, the Rebbe Shab, Messiah de Mizem Muvan in Yonam shall give him From the three levels of Ava, we have a deeper understanding of the Gimel Madregis. In other words, what's, which is the cart and which is the horse, so to speak? Well, we would think that first we understand levels of Elokus and that our Veda corresponds to that, but the Rebbe says exactly the opposite. Ultimately, and again, the Rebbe doesn't use these words. These are the words we use to explain it. But based on everything we've learned, they're perfectly reasonable words. That since Aravada, the the rut, the so to speak, the the rutzen in Atzmus, the ultimate panemius of rutzen in Atzmus. When you say rutzen in Atzmus, of course, those are two. That's a contradiction in terms, okay? Because rutzen is a, is a state of gilui, and Atzmus is not. Atzmus is Atzmus. That being said, it's the beginning of some of Rebbe Shabbat talks about it at length, but we can't express ourselves any other way. So when we talk, so to speak, about that desire in Atzmus, what's the desire? The desire is for Avedis Adam. That means the desire is for That's the desire. What does that give birth to, so to speak? or It's what comes out as a result of that. Right? So therefore, the Rebbe tells us this, the, the, the true source, so to speak, of the of the Gimel Madregis is Aravaita, the Ava. And therefore, we understand more deeply why it is that kol in yonim should be, right? Rebbe quotes the Medrash. The Medrash says, kol mashanivra b'sheish mebreishis tzach tikkun. And the Rebbe expresses and understands that that kol refers to all different levels of reality. And we talked about yesterday, so so how is it, what, what's going to happen, so to speak, that affects atzmus arein seif? It's going to be connected to its source and etzim. Why? Well, because that's where we come from. Okay, now we didn't read footnote 65. We said we read it, and it just happened. It's the... It's the it's, the Rebbe says explicitly what I mentioned to you yesterday from the Friedrich Rebbe. Re'eyal derech zeh lekuti diburim krach beis shin gimel aleph beis, right? Lekuti diburim, very, very important sefer to, to have, to learn. It's a compilation of different forbrainings of the Friedrich Rebbe and all sorts of interesting places. The Friedrich Rebbe we know, unfortunately, had to move around a lot. It's tumultuous times. By virtue of a person's thought, in matters above, it's brought about an elevation in those levels of elokus that a person contemplates. But dugmas aliyah, similar to the elevation, shenasis b'divarim gashmin, 
that's brought about in physical objects, al such as one brings about the revelation of their purpose, brings them, you know, brings them to their the fulfillment of their purpose by serving God with them. All the more so when you do a mitzvah with this object as opposed to just using it in some proper way. One could say, the Rebbe says, The elevation that happens in states of reality above, by virtue of the fact that these levels are drawn down into Malchus, into Elam through our Aveda, is even greater because the whole purpose of our Veda is to ultimately draw these lofty levels down. I mean, the talking about mitzvah. And not only that the, I'm, I'm sorry, they're talking about those levels of, of the Elokus that we're contemplating by, through the mitzvah of these Benos. Right? Not simply that we're using them for a proper pers- purpose, we're actually involving them in, in a mitzvah, the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Okay, now we're going to get our final answer. So you just said the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Yeah, no, well, he's Benyus. Which is Talmud Torah, He's not just doing something positive with your this, the drawing down of the revelation of this level of light which is beyond Savior that we know Mesha was Mamshik that level Bamalkus. was Dafka through Tfila. Hagam the cave in Shemeshu das and that even though Meshu's das elyon Shemekabel miatik, and therefore Meshu mitzad, his connection to Atzmos Arein Seif, he doesn't. There's no, there is no puula required. Mitzad Meshu to connect to Atzmos Arein Seif. That's his existential reality, mm-hmm. and that existential reality is 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 expressed most powerfully in Taris Meshu. So that's why we wondered why there has to be a need for some sort of pu'ula, and that pu'ula is tefillah's mission. So the first answer we gave was because it has to be nimshach lamatus. Let's see what the Rebbe says here. Hagam, even though, I'm sorry, b'malchus ha'isal yudei tefillah daf, it was through tefillah specifically. Hagam, even though, Hagam, even though the Kevin Shemeshu Das Elyon, Shemekabel Miatek, since Meshu is Das Elyon, that is the level of Kesser that is, 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 is the level of Das that Shaykh to that level of Kesser called Atik. Arach is the source of Das Elyon, Das Tachtern. Atik is the source of Das Elyon, as we saw earlier. And what is that? Asmus and Enchev Shilamaylam something we feel familiar with now. So therefore, he had the ability or He had the ability to draw this light down, from above below. Torah, Torah's Meishu. Ki al yadei, there's a wide dafket filo. Ki al yadei, I'm shochaser. He al yadei filo, avedas adam. 
By virtue of the fact that Hamshaka is through Tfilah, Vedusa Adam, Bederach, Milamata, Lamailo, Nishlemes Akavana, Bishvila, Netzalar. So then ultimately, as we said earlier, that's not just, and I'll use very, very simplistic terms, not just for the sake of Malchus, so Malchus can, can, can be affected more powerfully. We've explained in, in, in chapters 8 and 9, and the beginning of 10, that it's also affecting the Mshach itself. The R itself is affected. So what are we now saying? We're saying that the fact that it's a result of Tfilo, which is a Vedas Adam, then the ultimate purpose for which this R came into being is fulfilled. Nishlemes HaKavana Shubishvila Netzalar. It's not only that it's functioning better, because ultimately, what do we want? We want to bring that ore down into Malchus. But that's all mitzad Malchus, right? In the Mashal, what does it say? There's a Medina Chareva, Vahishelcha. Fix it. Oh, okay. So then what's the Dagesh? What's the emphasis? On the Medina. It's broken, so it has to get fixed. So the first answer explains how mitzad malchus, it's much better that this be done all yudei tefillah than all yudei terah. Why? Because then malchus is affected more completely. Malchus, there's a binyan adayad, malchus is completely, completely healed, completely fixed. That, and that's, that's a result of the oifenam shocha, the way the light was drawn down. Since it was drawn down, milamata lamaila, so it affects the mata more powerfully. But the emphasis is on the mala, the mata, I'm saying. Here, interesting enough, the emphasis is, is to a great extent on the Maila. What's the greater, what's, again, a, a, a silly term in these, but, but okay, what's better for Atzma Sarensa? There should be Nimshach al Tfila. Why? Because then, it, then it, what's the whole purpose of, of, of Atzma Sarensa, of Vedas Adam? So if Atzmas Arensev is Nimshach HaYedei Avedis Adam, so yes, that affects the Lamata more powerfully. We learned that in, in, in Zvav and Zay. But it also affects the Lamaila more completely. Atzmas Arensev itself is affected more powerfully. Why? Because what's the whole, we just learned, what's the whole purpose of Atzmas Arensev, Avedis Adam? So if it's, and, and up there, so, so to speak, it has two purposes. It exists be'etzim so that there will ultimately be this reality called matter where there will be people doing a vayda. That's why it is. Okay, so so to speak though, what is it supposed to do? It's supposed to be nimshak lamata, right? Through our vayda. Right? Bin will be the hamshach of that level of, of elokus. Okay. So, the best way to be man shichid is through a vayda milamata. But the best way for that light to express itself and be itself is also that it's part and parcel of Avedis Adam. Because it exists only for the purpose of Avedis Adam. And therefore, as we said yesterday, by virtue of the Avedis, what do we do to, for that light? We connect it to its source in Atzmus. Because in Atzmus, when, so to speak, and we, every time we talk about Atzmus, we're going to say so to speak, right? Because those are... Every time in, in Atzmus, when so to speak Atzmus imagines the existence of something called Atzmus Arensev. Why? In the context of it being a Vedasadam. And if there's no such thing of a, as a, so to speak, right, again, Atzmus. If there's no such thing as a Vedasadam in Atzmus, then there's no such thing as Atzmus Arensev in, in Atzmus either. Right? There's nothing. 
Amigos, Asmus. Asmus, Neto. There's no, there isn't anything else in Asmus, really. But, you know, in our, so we, we, when, we, when we talk about these things, we have to sort of imagine in Asmus, there's the, this, 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 what we usually call it a Ratzon, even though by definition, Ratzon is already a Gilui. Ratzon is, 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 is already or. But this, this desire for something. Okay. So where's the desire exist? In, in Atzimus. So what's the source of this thing? Atzimus. Where's the desire for Atzimus? Atzimus. Okay, but only because there's a desire for Vedas Hug. That's why it's there. So if a Vedas Adam is... And what's it supposed to do ultimately? Well, it serves the function within the context of this whole process called that ends up being called Brio, okay. But it's also ultimately supposed to be nimshach into that place and revealed in that place to bring about the ultimate tikkun of that place. Okay, and what does that, Vedas Adam? How could a Vedas Adam do that? Because the Shorosh of the Vedas Adam is higher than the Shorosh of Atzimus Yerenzim. So it has the power to draw it down. And it also has the power to elevate it to its source in Atzimus, because where are we from? Atzimus, right? That's what the Rebbe is saying here. Nishlem is a kavvonah. Shebishvila netzalaor. Why is there such a level of or? That there should be a vaydis adam, ultimately. That's why everything is there. Val yedezen nasa bayaliyu. And by virtue of this, it's it's elevated. Umizvasef balbilti gvul shaloi. Isn't you see those words? Right? Some say some people pronounce it mit osef. Some people pronounce it mit vasef. Okay, the question is the vava, a consonant or a vowel. Umis vasef mis osef ba bilti gvul shaloi. Shaloi, what's it? Orinsef. Asmus orinsef. It's now more bilti gvul. That's why more bilti gvul. If you're bilti gvul, you're bilti gvul, aren't you? No, it's on a higher level of building gvul. Let's see. Shav bilti gvul shubei. Now, the bilti gvul shalhurei lei rak kamei shumitzad atzmei. It's not only how it is relative to itself that it's defined as bilti gvul, and what's that? What's that definition? That it's a level of or beyond simsum. So gvul doesn't affect it in any way, shape, or form, not even nogabai. Okay, that's true. So that's the bilti gvul of atzmos arinsev. Until you and I put on tefillin. <laughs> then what happens, so to speak? What? Atzmos because or also has an etzim, right? <laughs> Meaning, the etzim itzias of or, what is it? That's what we're saying. There, there's or that's defined in terms of, and, and uh, to a certain degree, I mean, certainly mamale, but even seve. There's or that's defined in terms of its function. It's seve kolamim, it's mamale kolamim. And then there's etzim or, just or. And what's or? Building wool. I once or enters into the realm of function, so then 
the built-in gvul of it is affected to a certain degree. So by survey, by survey, naga by it's still in Sophie, still infinite. But dot dot dot, and then mamale, which is mamish, or revealing itself in gvul, mamish mamish. But then there's that more. What's that more? What is or? Built a gvul. That's what or is, right? It's built a gvul. Oh, so. What aspect of or expresses that? Etzimor, what or is? I, does or end up serving a function? Yeah. As a relationship to the worlds. Either a relationship of being transcendent or a relationship of being imminent, but it has a relationship with the world. Uh, yeah. So basically we described that there's built the question because we early in the moment we described the built is we also categorize that as so big. But now we're just saying that building gold, shalev, nega, like, that's, or that's Well, so we're, we're, we'll now, and we've used these words a lot, learning again. It's the difference between building gold and infinite. We're saying building gold for both. is building gold, mamish. But the Rebbe is saying it's only built equal mix out itself because its definition is it's not shared with Simpson. Okay. That's what we're about. That's the next line. By virtue of our mitzvah, the Rebbe is about to say, what do we do? We elevate it to the level of Atzimus. And that is a whole Torah unto itself that, that we're not going into right now, but, but the difference between Emes and Emes Lamita. Right? Built equal is Emmas. Emmas is built equal. Chicken egg, right? Emmas <laughs> is built equal. Emmas la mitai? Even beyond that. And that can only be said about Etsy. That's why I don't know. Samakvava Hendricks. It's all, you know, almost everything is in there. That's why they, I mean, but this is all Tafri Samach, but it's all ordered in Samach Vav and then reordered in Ayan Base in an even more complete way. They call the Rebbe Shav the Rabbim of Chassidism. Like you put it all together. <laughs> yeah, it takes you to places you're at. Where are we? What exactly are we talking about? Because he'll actually talk about, so to speak, specifics of these different general levels that we're talking about. What's that? What's that? It's hard to remember it all. I mean, you have you know, brilliant people remember it all. Right? Normal people, if they've learned it, so then when they come across it again, they have to remind themselves, wait, hold on a second. Oh, yeah, okay, now I see what... Brilliant people just remember everything they ever saw, which is annoying for the rest of us. But okay, I mean, we're glad they're there for the general good, but it, you know. So yeah, you'll run into etzema or you know, you run into that all over etzema or, as opposed to the hispashtus of the or, the expression of the or. We don't usually use function of or, a little crass function, but we call it hispastus. 
The R is expressing itself, going out. But then there's the R. What is it? What does it do? It's, it's mispashit. That's what it does, right? It spreads. That's what all it does. But what is it? Let's see a spilty movement. That's what it is. It's, it's unlimited reality. Now, Be'etzem. Right? Oh, okay, then that's Atzimus Orenzo. Unlimited reality that has some role to play, some evident role to play in, not behind the scenes, so to speak, you know, on the stage, the role to play in the creation of finite. Okay, that's sort of it. Right? It's part of that. So therefore, you, we, and we've said this before, but we, you, know, you, just, you always have to just keep saying these things to yourself. And every time you talk about it, say these things to yourself. So then you remember, that's why it's called Sevev Kolalmin. It's not just called Sevev, it's called Sevev Kolalmin. Somehow define it in terms of the worlds. What is it? Transcendent of the worlds. That's its definition. But worlds touch it. Well, what does that mean? Well, now we have a much more sophisticated way of saying that. Simsu Nagabo. Right? You can't go there. Shabilti Gulshaba Urak Meshu Mitsad Atsme. It's Emes. Etsema or Shain Shayek Bait Simsum Basiluk. That's its gather, so to speak. It's what it is. But now that has been affected by you and I doing a mitzvah down here in Elam Elegam Kameshu Mitzad Atzmus. Because it's, it's, it's very, it's a level of oil that's very powerfully sourced in Atzmus. And what is it that, connect, what is it that connects it to that source? Aravayda? Aravayda Sadam? Again, as we said, because the, the, the whole purpose of its existence is for Avedis Adam, so up there in Atzmus, so to speak, there's Avedis Adam and then Atzmus Arensev, in terms of the potential for it all. Even though you can't talk about potential or actual in Atzmus either, of course, because potential actually actual is just a function of time, so there's no time. But okay, I mean, we, we're, we're, you know, we can just do the best we can do to try to understand these things. So we use terms that aren't really relevant to those states of reality, but we don't have any other terms. Velochen, dinyin amalchus shenas al yedeya or kameshen nimshach al yedei tefilas meisher. Therefore, the binyin amalchus that's brought about through that light, which is atzmos arinsef, shenimshach, kameshen nimshach al yedei tefilas meisher binyin adayar. Because now. It's in a state of bilti gvul that's even more powerful than the state of bilti gvul that it was in as or, so to speak, because now it's connected to its source in Atmos, which is emes lamita, and completely and totally beyond any notion whatsoever of limitation. And not only can be here, is here, because it's the, it's the, what do we say about etzim? It's the etzim of everything. Mm-hmm. The etzim of something is the etzim of every aspect of it. So your DNA is the DNA of the most unimpressive and unsophisticated parts of your goof and the most sophisticated parts of your goof. It's all the same DNA. 
Okay, there might be some RNA in, the, in there, in the nails and the hair or something. Okay, so, so forget that. Someone once corrected me about that, just to show off. Yeah? Basically, potential versus a realization? Well, yeah, but you have to be careful when you use those words. I mean, you know, in Atmos as opposed to, so to speak, outside Atmos. Yeah. Yeah. So that, the Rebbe said a, a wild thing here, right? Etzema, or, sorry. Al-Yadeze Nasebe Aliyah Umisvasef Babilti Gvul Shaloy. So how is that generally explained in Chassidus? Which we didn't explain at length, but I just explained very, very quickly. The dimmest difference between Emes and Emes Lamit. Emes is built in group. Emes is unchangeable. Emes is. It is what it is, and it's unchangeable. It's built in group. Okay. But actually, it has some shaykhus to, to the rest of reality, so to speak. Emes Lamite. It's not even shy to call it built in group. I mean, you have to, because you have no other words. But, I mean, even built in group, you and I define in terms of group, right? We call it built in group. <laughs> Why? Because we're gvul. We don't, we don't have any other words for it. Absolutely. The Yid is now part of all of this. He's the essential part of all of this reality. Yeah. It's all happening because of him. He's Nisham. His goof gets to take part in it all. If it wants. He might want to eat ice cream instead. So, so if you don't... If I mean, it gets to say a brach on the ice cream and so make, you know, it can make itself feel good. But. So how, 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 how does a person like I don't know. That's, uh, you know, comparative religion questions, I don't know. I can't, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 you know, on a certain level, you can't. On another level, other level. What did the Rebbe teach us in Via Daber? That the whole idea, the whole idea is to get to the point of Ladas Zatinaik. So now, do you need Chassidus to get to the point of Ladaz Tinoik? I don't know. Right? Maybe on some level, yes. On some level, no. The Tinoik doesn't need it. Right? Right? When the Rebbe brought the Tzemach Tzedek in, 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 from, from Der Mitzvah Sefer, Sherish Mitzvah Satfilo, and said that after, you know, in those 40, 40 program explaining every aspect of Tfilah imaginable. Right? This would the Rebbe used as an illustration, understand the whole meaning of Torah, the whole idea is to bring it down, it is, is, is Nigla, right? The whole, the, 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 the Gale Nai is all about Nigla, right? So, uh, the Atzimus is down here. So, um, the, Rebbe, the Rebbe brought 
צמח צדק, לדעת זה התינק, אני מספלל לדעת זה התינק. אוקיי. In other words, I want my tefillah to be as simple as the tina. What's that? No levels, nothing, just Abishtim. So could a person maintain that state of purity and simplicity in Tamimus? The rabbi talks about women, that women who used to have such a state of Tamimus, but don't anymore because they're much more sophisticated than they used to be. So that's why they have to learn Exodus. Hmm. So they have to learn Torah B'chlal. The difference between between your you don't have any daughters when you step sons. So you have daughters? Two daughters. Two daughters. So the difference between your daughters and their great-grandmothers is much greater than the difference between your sons and their great-grandfathers. It's a much bigger difference. Your great-grandmothers couldn't read. <laughs> they couldn't... I mean, your great-grandfathers also couldn't relate to the idea of driving a car, okay. But they could relate to the idea of driving a car, whatever that meant when they lived. Your great-grandmothers couldn't. Okay. So why was it... Why, so what the Rebbe says, why is it necessary for women to live the Rebbe? talked about Nigla also. That's why women should learn Gemara, the Rebbe said in order to develop a certain sophistication in Torah, because they're sophisticated in Goyishkeit, and if they're only sophisticated in Goyishkeit, then their sophistication will be expressed in Goyishkeit, and not in Yiddishkeit. So they have to also have a certain sophistication in Yiddishkeit, so they're like Siddhas. So when that's when the Rebbe, that was the, one of the reasons, the Rebbe gave two reasons, that was one of the reasons the Rebbe said women should learn Gemara. They should be taught Gemara in school, which no one took seriously and no one does, which I don't understand what that's like. That's what I've said. So if a person can maintain a certain level of tamimus, do I also explain why it is that Chassidus wasn't revealed by the Svardim until last generation? Didn't need it. (laughs) They had a certain tamimus and purity without it. Then they got stained by the Ashkenazim. Rabbi says, why, why, what? The Svarim had Panimis at Torah. They had the Orachayim there, right? But they didn't have Chassidus until right. relatively recently. When, you know, when the Svarim and Ashland all started living together in, you know, Flatbush and Gula. So, the Rabbi explains it. It wasn't necessarily that, that there was a certain Tmimus and a, a Muna Pshuta that was. So if a person has that amun pshuta, today is that is that you know there's always people in yeshiva who try to get out of taking learning seriously because they they and this is especially something the ballet truva talk about they just want the amun they've heard like amun pshuta the simple yid the amun pshuta okay say them no problem beautiful but don't you dare have a smartphone or a car. You want to be, you want to be an amun, an amun, an amun yid. So, it's either real or not. No, no, no. I want my sophistication in gashmius. I just don't want any in ruchmius. Oh. No, of course not. 
course not. And can we avoid that sophistication? Well, to us, in, in Gashmas, to a certain degree, there's no question. We don't have to be part of the whole thing. But, let's go right. Sarach Bir. Ta'ilu ishenase bagiluim delamailo. The elevation that's brought about in these levels of light above through Avedis Adam, who Be'ikr is essentially, and the rabbi points to, in footnote 66, to look at footnote 65 again. We just said, I mean, that's what, that's what Ches, Tess, and Yud were all about. The cave in the Zeshal Yedet Filis Meshai Sam Shochva Gilui. And that, which it was through the Tfil of Mesha that this revelation, drawing down in revelation, Hurak Benegea Knesset Israel, it's only affecting us, Knesset Israel Kapshute. That's Jewish people. Vagam Sviris Amalchus, which is also called Knesset Israel. Aval b'negeya l'meisha. But wait a minute, what about meisha? B'negeya l'meisha ain't shaykh l'chur l'oymar. It's not relevant to say, it seems, sham shocha v'agilui haysa yedei t'filosei, that by meisha the tefillah was necessary for this ham shocha, because meisha lives this love, and that's what we, we talked about it 10 minutes ago outside, so now the rabbi says it inside. This is basically the same question about this issue that we asked in earlier, and we're in the middle of answering, relative to Chayk, right? How can Mesha be the source of Arnasinus Kayach for the Chayk of Paraduma if by Mesha it's not a Chayk? Meaning, it's not only a Chayk, it's also a Mishpat, right? Whereas by you and I, it's only a Chayk, so it's all about Bittl, right? And there's no seichel to be maili malaratzen. There's no intellect concealing the will from you and I. Meisha is exactly the same as giving stucco wearing tzitzis and, and, and not stealing. <laughs> it's all the same. So how can he? How can Meisha be the source of the nesinas kai? That was our question at the at the end of Eis Gimel, which we started answering with tefillah lemeisha. Oh, so now we've come to the same point in tefillah lemeisha, right? Same question. Wait a minute. I get how all of this works relative to you and me in terms of Amshok and the Gilui. Because you and I are in a place where there's no Gilui, and by virtue of the Avaita, we bring about a Gilui. But Maisha's in the base of Gilui, so what does he need Tefillah for? Right? He doesn't need Avaita for that. Now, we can still talk about the advantage of the Avaita Mitzad other aspects of the equation, and we just did, right? But that being said, since the Iker is that it's Nimshach Lamata, and there should be a Binyan Adeyad, so what does Meisha need tefillah for that? Meisha lives there. The Rebbe used to say when he forbrained in the times of the Friedrich Rebbe, I was never there, I only heard about it. Maybe I was there because I was in Shemayim. I wasn't, my Neshama wasn't down here. So maybe, who knows? Maybe I like, could see it from up there. I have no idea. Just like you have no idea. Maybe we were all there together. Maybe we sat next to each other. Who knows? <laughs> right? But, but uh, we don't remember. Right? The, the Rebbe used to say, 
There's Shver had Mashiach in the cupboard. My father-in-law has Mashiach in the cupboard. By the Shver is Mashiach. But what? It's not on Kingston Avenue. The Icarus has to be in Kingston Avenue. The Icarus has to be in the Medina Chareva, right? It has to be in the Medina. They can't by Moshe. So it's by Moshe. Of course it's by Moshe. Right? Isn't that what Moshe asks, right? Moshe says, hold on, that level that Shai, I mean, you know, the, the Rebbe never said this in the, in the it, it doesn't say it in the Medrash, and the Rebbe never said it explicitly, but I mean, in all fairness, it is what's been going on. Moshe's saying, that level of Ur that I'm Shaykh to is the Tikkun for that Medina, make that happen. Okay. But I mean, that's not the Degesh of the Medrash at all. The Degesh of the Medrash is what's Moshe asking for. Okay. But, the Rebbe explained, why is it called Tefillah Sosha? <laughs> and why is Mesha the one who's going to Dafka ask for that? So that, that was the explanation of the Medrash, I'll be the Mimer, right? That since Mesha's that level, he's the one who can ask for it, and he's the one who can bring it about. I, why not through Torah's Mesha? No, it has to be Tefillah Mesha, two reasons. Because either it has to be Chardib or Pnimis, this is Vav and Zion, has to, has to be drawn down into the Pnimis of the Lamata, or mitzad damshach itself, it brings about an elevation in damshach itself. Right? That those are the two answers. Just you know, write yourself vav and zayin what we said. Test, test you at what we said. It's the mind, and we remember the mind. Okay. So what might you need this for? Yud aleph, tzarek beer. What's this for Maisha? Basically the same question we asked about the chayk. So that now makes sense to us why we had to go here. Once we understand it in Tefillah Meisha, I guess then we'll be able to take that answer and understand it relative to the Chayk. Let's see. Shai Meishu Asher. Meishu's an Asher. It's not lacking anything. There's no Medina Chareva by Meishu. The Inyan Asher who Shemeirim Etzlai Begilui. What does it mean, the Asher? Now we're going back to things that we learned earlier in the Mimer. In Dalit, that the rabbi, the rabbi spent a great deal of time explaining this to us, so we'll understand what usher means. That it shines to him in a revealed way all of the levels of revelation. And even the level of Atzus was beyond relevance to the world. Based on this, the elevation and addition that's brought about in the oral you date feel it's only relevant to other people well let the guy be himself nothing changes for Mesha. so then what's the whole point of feelless Mesha? i understand how well, well let's see when we from the answer we'll understand Again, no footnote. The cave and Shemesha Huda and Shul Yisrael. That since Mesha is the Raya Mehemna, is the shepherd of the Jewish people. Lochain, therefore, Keshachosar is a Inyan Beknesis Yisrael. When there's something lacking in Knesset Yisrael, who Keshachosar Inyan Gametzle? It's as if this was lacking by him. Because he's one with the the nice of Shahatsar Shalom, in addition to the fact that his pain, he experiences pain, Alzeh, Shachoser Li Israel. That something's lacking to the Jewish people. Hayat Tsar Godel his Tsar is very great. 
as if he himself is the one lacking. That's one level. But that's where they're different. Mesha feels their pain, but there's a Mesha and there's a them. There's a higher level. But the chisaron of him is the chisaron. The chisaron of the Jewish people is the chisaron of Meishu. Now look at footnote sixty-seven. This is the answer the Rebbe gives here. The tefillah to because Meishu feels and experiences our lack. And we'll see what that means. You know, we'll see on a deeper level what that means. Okay, but just the footnote is here, so we'll learn it here. I mean, the Rebbe obviously wants us to see this here, because the footnote's here. So we'll see it here. The because there's an obvious question you can ask. And this is asked in Tefillah Lamesha, right? Remember, there's another mimer here, right? There's another mimer that talks about Tefillah Lamesha only. But not only, but I mean, that's the name of the mimer. That's the mimer that represents the day after this mimer. And that's the mimer that's, uh, that's muga, it's edited. And it's the Yud Aleph Nisan mimer of this year, Tafshin Nun Aleph, right? It's right here back in the same book, okay? Right? Maluk at Hay. Maluk at Hay, which is Tafshin Nun Aleph. So the first... The Rebbe was Magia. He edited the Maimer Tefillah Lameisha. We've said this before. We're saying it again. So we'll remember. Tefillah Lameisha, the Maimer Tefillah Lameisha, which was said on Yud Gimel Tishrei in a, for bringing with a microphone during the week. That Maimer was edited and, and, and printed and given out to the Hasidim on Yud Aleph Nisan Tav Shin Aleph, 1991. This mimer was given out, was edited. This mimer was said the day before in Tavshin Chavtes on Yud Beis Tammuz itself, Shabbos. It was a Shabbos that year. So this mimer was said on Shabbos, the mimer we're learning, edited for Yud Beis Tammuz Tavshin and Aleph. What, three months later? Right, four months later, whatever. Nisan to, Nisan to Tammuz. Right? So here, there's a footnote back to that. Now, it's really interesting because that mimer was said after this mimer, but there's a footnote back to that because that mimer was edited before this mimer. Right? What? Yud Gimel Tammuz? Yud Gimel Tammuz. Yud Beis Yud Gimel Tammuz is when the Friedrich Rebbe was let out of jail. Yud Beis Tammuz also... This mimer that we're learning was said on Yud Beis Tammuz Tavshin Chavtes. Shabbos Yud Beis Tammuz. Tavshin Chavtes, that's the Friedrich Rebbe's birthday, when the Friedrich Rebbe started saying the capital Tefillah Lameisha. I mean, right, Friedrich Rebbe, wherever the Friedrich Rebbe was. It wasn't here, right? But that capital was now Shaykh to the Friedrich Rebbe, right? We mentioned earlier, the Rebbe Shab told the Friedrich Rebbe that after I pass away, keep saying my capital and change it every year, right? So the Rebbe was saying the Friedrich Rebbe's capital, all the Chassidim were saying the Friedrich Rebbe's capital. What capital started on this, the day the Rebbe said this mimer? Tefillah Lameisha. Oh, wow. No, 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 no. No. The Rebbe then. So, Yud Beis Thomas Tavshin Chavtes, 1969. The Rebbe said this mime, Shabbos. Yud Gimel Thomas. Whether it was Mighty Shabbos or Sunday night, I don't know. But there was a Fabrengen with a microphone. And, you know, people drove in, and it was a big, huge Fabrengen, and a whole happening like Fabrengens by the Rebbe. Right? And the Rebbe said a mimer. What mimer? Tefillah Lameisha. 
That was Yud Gimel Tammuz. Yud Beis Yud Gimel, right? The Rebbe was told he's getting out and we actually got out. Right? Two-day holiday, Yud Beis Yud Gimel. We don't say Tafnan either day. Right? Okay. Later on, because David's here, I have my mathematical skills are honed more sharply from his energy coming down there. So 22 years later, <laughs> 22 years later, right? <laughs> this is grade four, right? I'm trying to remember grade four. <laughs> 22 years later, our grade four is three of your lifetimes away, right? So, I mean, don't, don't make fun of us if you know, we have trouble with these things. Right, uh, so, so uh, um, 22 years later, the Rebbe edited those two Maimari with Rav Yol, right? We go back and forth with Rav Yol, write it, and then editing, and the footnotes, the footnotes are that, we spend a lot of time looking at the footnotes, because those are the Rebbe's footnotes, right? They're very important, the footnotes. They're not in the original Maimari, obviously, right? So um, the, the Rebbe edited those two Maimari. The first Maimari edited, interestingly enough, was the second Maimari said, Tefillah Lamation. Why was the Rebbe edited? Why is that the mimer the Rebbe gave us to learn on, ta, on Yud Aleph Nisan Taf Shin Nun Aleph? What capital Tehillim was the Rebbe starting to say that day? Tefillah right? Wild, right? And the Friedrich Rebbe was saying it in Taf Shin Chavtes. The Rebbe saying it, the Friedrich Rebbe saying it, right? I mean, we're saying it, the Rebbe saying it. We all started saying Tafshin Aleph. Right? And that wasn't they landed on the moon for the first time. Uh, could be. Could be. I'm not going to say anything about the Mets doc. Maybe the whole reason that the, that the, the Mets won is because the Red Bull said this mimer brought this level of R into the world. <laughs> Who knows? But I, I doubt it. <laughs> okay, so let's look at let's look at footnote sixty-seven because we just said as follows: Why is Meisha davening? Well, there's a lack. What's the lack? Well, there's no lack in Meisha, but there's lack in us, and that affects Meisha on two levels: on the on the more external level, it feels like sigh feels tsar for our lackey. We might not even feel tsar for our lackey, but he feels tsar for our lackey. Second level, he's one with us, so if we lack, he lacks. Ah, but there's a problem. The Rebbe doesn't deal with that here. Huh? Oh, so absolutely, that's the question. The Rebbe asks in Tefillah Lameshul. The Rebbe doesn't deal with that here. In Tefillah Lameshul, the Rebbe asks the question later, but if he's lacking, so if, if he's lacking as a result of our lacking, then he's not an usher. So what does the Rebbe say? Vazet, Tfilis Mishin, Ikris Tfilis Asher, footnote 67. Av, Shechisar, and even though the Chisar of Knesset, Sha'al Zem, Ispalo, that relative to this, he was an Ispalo, who Kemoy is like, it's not Mamash Chisar, but it's like a Chisar and Shaloi. Ah, so therefore I don't understand why is it called Tfilis Asher. Where Adi Bermas Tfilis Mishin, 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 what does the Rebbe say over there? We've talked about it. The Rebbe says over there, Meshitak doesn't lack. Right? Aye, but wait a minute. We lack, and so he lacks, because we're one. 
No, then he's lacking. The Rebbe says, Be'etzim in Tefillah Lamesh, Be'etzim, Am Yisrael is also not lacking anything. And Mesh's Tefillah is that we realize that we don't lack anything. Am Yisrael isn't Chaser Kolshu. We are completely and totally whole, fine. We are a little piece of Atzmus clothed in a body. We think and experience lacking. And Mesh's davening is that we should appreciate the fact that we lack nothing. Wow, that's the real Never wonder why the Rebbe thinks a lot of the Jewish people and challenges them a lot more than they challenge themselves. And is never satisfied with anything that they do because they could always do more because he knows who they are. And what does he say about them? the Mephilimation? They're Basir Shlemus. Why? Because they're really Mesha, the Pneumius. Every single one of them has he got it, what do I I've got a little bit of Mesha in me. Okay, what's the Pneumius of every year? Mesha Rabbein. So it's not the Pneumius of every year. He's, he's, he's an Asher, he's not lacking anything. And Mesha davens that you and I should appreciate that about ourselves, that there's nothing we can't accomplish in a Vedic in order to bring about the fulfillment of the purpose of creation. We lack nothing. And any lacking is self-imposed. That's the view of Mesha. That's what he says over there. Here he leaves it in this intermediate state, where there's a question. That the Rebbe answers, right? He says, Tehillim Meshach, Nikos Tehillim Zosha. Rebbe says it right there in 67. That's what the Rebbe says over there. So the next time you have this tiger to say, Well, I'm a so and so type of person, and therefore, close your eyes. Imagine yourself standing in front of the Lubavitcher Rebbe in his office and tell him, I can't do that because I'm a so-and-so kind of person. <laughs> okay. right. You're not going to say anything. Don't say a word because you'd be embarrassed to say it. Okay, so close, open your eyes and get on the phone. <laughs> That's called these gashers. That's why the Rebbe's going to help you. Right? Every time, anytime you have a problem and a suffering, close your eyes and imagine yourself standing in front of the Rebbe and explain the doubt you have. You'd be embarrassed to explain the doubt. Which means you don't really have to. Right? Because you'd be embarrassed to tell him that. Wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm not going to tell this to the rabbi. Right? Okay. So I guess I shouldn't be there. Sometimes people have questions, which are good questions. It's not that they're not good questions. But very often the answer is that the question is, wait a minute. Would you ask the question to the Rebbe? No, I'd be embarrassed to ask that question to the Rebbe. Why would you be embarrassed? If it's such a good question. <laughs> What's to be embarrassed? It's a great question. Well, but because I know Be'etzim is not a good question. I, I mean, if I w- there are good questions I can ask the Rebbe, right? There are good questions. Not only that I could ask the Rebbe, the people did ask the Rebbe, and that the Rebbe asked him for breaking. There's all sorts of good questions. 
But there's certain questions that I might ask in my life, which which are reasonable. It's not because Hashem doesn't turn me into a you know a horrible, terrible worm of a person. It just like it you know, comes up in Eilam Hazeh. Okay. So you want to know whether it's a good question? Close your eyes. You're in Gan Eden and you're standing in front of our beloved Rebbe and you're going to ask him the question. It's all right. I won't ask. There are other questions I'll ask. I won't ask that one. Why? It's embarrassing. <laughs> no, I mean, we have to we're not perfect, right? Well, that's not true. The Rebbe says we are. It just, we, we haven't brought that part of us into a state of revelation. And so the Rebbe realizes, the Rebbe sees who we really are. And so he, he, he then, then of course there's a, so what's he davening for? So the Rebbe in Tefillah says, the Rebbe is davening that you and I should appreciate who we really are. And that we lack nothing. That's why it's Tefillah Sashem. My Rebbe is a slave driver, Because right? <laughs> if you don't lack anything, you have no excuses. And it's really, you know, like a few excuses, just a couple. A teiritz, what did, what did Mendel always used to say? A teiritz is a sheditz. An excuse is an unclean animal. A teiritz is a sheditz. That Russian accent. Okay, so let's go further. I want you to see this before we stop for the week. And we'll finish the Mimer before I go, which is very good. But you have to see what happens here. You won't believe it. They're one. Kubaloshin Rashi, Parsha's Chukas, right? Which is the Parsha that this is being said. It's the first Pasuk in that Parsha. And it's also the, it happens, the Rebbe is saying the Mimer on that Parsha. Belushin Rashi, right? Famous Rashi. Shemeshu Yisrael Yisrael Umeshu. Shemnosi Huakel. Rashi the Chosid, right? Where Rashi, why? Because it said there's two different psukim. One says that Meshu sent Shluchim to Sichin. Another Pasuk says Yisrael sent Shluchim to Sichin. So what does Rashi say? Meshu Hu Yisrael, the Yisrael Hu Meshu, Shemnosi Huakel. Rashi the Chosid. The Nasi is everything. Meish is everything. It's all of Am Yisrael. He incorporates in him all of Am Yisrael. He said it last week's Parsha. Right? Last week? No. Uh, wait. Yeah. By us last week. I'm getting confused because, you know, dealing with Chutzlar, so I'm, 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 you know, I have a foot in Shlach and a foot in Baloyzcha, right? Because I send a thing out every week to people who saw it. They're still in Balaischa. So in their parsha this week, our parsha last week, what does Meishu say? Sheish mi'es raglia mashur anoichu bekirbay. The 600,000 people that I'm in their midst. Okay, so simple pshat is that, you know, I'm in the middle of these people and they're driving me crazy. What's the panemius of it? Shanoichu bekirbay, I'm in their midst. I am the panemius of every one of them. Meishu should be. Was the Alter Rebbe say, how can it be that Meish Rabbeinu, famous in Devarim, Meish Rabbeinu is talking to the Jewish people, and what does he say? All the Ebrister is asking from you is to fear him. <laughs> all he's asking is to fear him. So Chazal asked the question that we all want asked, Baruch Hashem. 
Atu Yira Milsa Zutrasi? Yira is such a small thing that Maisha says all he's asking is Yira Hashem? What do you mean? Yira is so simple like that? What do you mean? All I'm asking is you take out the garbage. Okay, that I understand. All I'm asking is you should fear God. That, that I don't understand. Chazal don't understand. Chazal say, Atu Yira Milsa Zutrasi? Yira is such a small thing? What's Chazal's answer? In, yes. Legabe Mesha Milsa Zutrasi. By Mesha it's a Milsa Zutrasi. It's a small thing. So, of course, the obvious question, but Seder, but Meshach's not talking to himself, he's talking to you and me. <laughs> what kind of answer is that? Yeah, by Meshach, it's small. Okay, so, Lahavdil nine zillion trillion times. Will Chamberlain says to you, just dunk the ball, right? You know, if you're seven foot tall, so you just dunk the ball, like, what's the problem? Well, no, but I'm 5'10", I can't dunk the ball. I just dunk it. Let me just dunk it. I can't do that. <laughs> I'm not you. So how can Maisha say to me, just, just fear? What's the big deal? Oh yeah, by Maisha it's no big deal. He's talking to us. And what does the Alter Rebbe explain in Tanya? Every single one of us has a little piece of Maisha. So by the Maisha and us, you, you're his taka milsid trust. By the panemius of a year, that's a small thing, because the panemius of a year, there's Maisha. What do Chassidim say? Panemius Rebbe, Chassid. Panemius Chassid, Rebbe. That's what the Rebbe is explaining right here. What is Kashrus is. Let's finish the paragraph. Shemeshu Yisrael Yisrael Emeshu. V'loch ein agam shemeshaya osher. V'iru be'kol ha'giluyim. Even though Meshu is an osher and it, it, it shines in him all the giluyim. Mikol mokim. Cave in Shisrael ayu chaserim ha'giluyim. Since Am Yisrael is lacking the giluyim. V'rak al yedei avoida. And only through avoida, which is tfilosah shal meisha. Nishadesh ha'giluyim legamim. Is it brought about this revelation by them? Therefore, gam legave meisha nishadesh ha'giluyim. Al yedei tfilosah. So too by meisha. Because meisha is so one with the yidin. That that experience of the yidin is also meisha's experience. Now look what the Rebbe says. This is Pashat unbelievable. to add, the Yisrael, that which Meshu's Rayu Yisrael, Ikari, that's the Iker of Meshu. The all of his loftiness, all of the amazing aspects of Meshu Rabbein. Including this, that he was an usher gamba ruchnis, bechinas das elyon, shemekabel miatik. All of this unbelievable aspects of Meshur Rabbeinu, heim tefelim, they're secondary. Bechinas chitzenius, that's only Meshur's chitzenius. Lagav ezeshayarenchi Israel, relative to the fact that he's the shepherd of the Jewish people. What the Rebbe just say? You ever heard stories about the Lubavitcher Rebbe? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All of that, everything about Meshe Rabbeinu is absolute chitzenius. What's the panemius of Meshe? His complete and total absolute dedication to your well-being. That's the panemius of Meshe. He's completely invested in you. All of those other milers, unbelievable, unbelievable. Meshes Atik. That's that's Chitzenius. Pneumius. All he cares about is your well-being. He'll do anything for you. 
that's Meisha saying it. The Rebetzin once said, I remember the who. Rabbi Garner told me the story. I don't remember who she said it. She, I don't think she said it to Rabbi Garner. Because I, I don't think she, I think she would realize it by him it's not a kiddush. Because he saw it. The Rebetzin said, my man, my husband, so I was referred to the Rebbe as my man. My man gives everything to the Hasidim. And then she went, he doesn't leave this much for himself. She held her fingers down. That's our Rebbe. That's Meisha. That's what Meisha's about. Look at footnote 69. L'chein Amar, what did Meshach say? Imayim, if you're going to do something negative to the Jewish people, L'chein Inami Sifrecho, Shekhesav, to take me out of the book. What does that mean? Mikol Eterekuba. From the whole Torah, take me out. Okay, so what does that mean? So the Rebbe explains what that means in a deeper level than we might understand ourselves. Okay, the, the, the brackets tell us where that is. Ki afilu Torah, even Torah, even that, Meshach says, wait a minute, you're going to touch the Eden? Take me out of the Torah. Meshach's whole life was Torah. It's called Torah's Meshach. Meshach was Meshach Nefesh to give the Jewish people the Torah. She's not, it's not interesting. You're going to touch a Eden? Not interesting. Hmm. Wow. Like a yid. That, who's telling you that? Meshubainu is telling you that. Meshubainu is telling you who Meshubainu is. The gavi is Eshai Rein Sheisav. Al pizei yuvan. Therefore, we understand Yosef. Shegam the gavi meishin is chadash shegilu ayadet filah. Since meishin is so completely and totally invested in the Jewish people, and that's the that's what the Rebbe wanted to emphasize in this moment. In, in the in the in filah meishin, the Rebbe answers the question that this explanation arouses. But here, the Rebbe wants to emphasize this point. Hagam shemitzad hashir. So even though mitzad his own hashir is pechinas das elyer and heider etzle, this level was already shining to him. Gam lifneze. I'm saying she heider etzle. Gam lifneze. Kolagiluim. All of these levels of revelation were were shining to Meisha. Kizeh she heider etzle. Kolagiluim. That that which was shining to him. All of these revelations. Gam lifneze. Mitzad hashir shaloi. In terms of his hashiras. Pechinas kitzeni yeshuba. That's just Meshach's Chitzenius. What's the Panemius of Meshach? That this shines by Yidin. Ah, I'm holding there. Who cares? Yidin have to hold there. That's all Meshach cares about. <laughs> it's just posh, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Haba benegeila Panemius shalai. Zeshu reyin Yisrael. What's Meshach really all about? He's the Raya Mehemna. That's the Panemius of Meshur. 
And that's Mesha's investment in every in, in Klal Yisrael, but in every single prat, like that story we heard yesterday, the day before, whenever it was. Nishadash, That's Mesha's involvement in Avedis Yisrael. Valachain, therefore, Eluishanase Begiluim de Lamailo. Therefore, the, the elevation that's brought about in these tremendous levels above, al that's brought, that are brought down, al it also affects Meisha. Because of Meisha's complete and total oneness, unity, and, and, and involvement in, in the panemius of the Jewish people. Because that's the panemius of Meisha. Mitzad the chitzonius of Meisha is, okay, there's nothing missing. Mitzad the panemius of Meisha is something missing because the yidin are missing something. Ah, okay, that raises a question. Say, the Rebbe answers that question in few The Rebbe just says, go look over there. And he tells you exactly where to look over there, right? It's not like, he, 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 just, he doesn't say, where, he says, sift test in the mic, go look. And he gives you the page. Okay. So, what happens next, just so we'll see. It's unbelievable. It's push it unbelievable. That line is unbelievable. All of the mailas, all of the stories we tell, the ama- the, it's, that's all. It, the only stories we tell that are, that are the panemius of the Rebbe are the stories about the Rebbe's outer sister. That's the panemius. All the other stories, right? And, and the, not that we shouldn't tell those stories because they're amazing that the Rebbe will... will, will, will you know, be, be going for, for, for 52, 53, 54 hours straight on Simchas Torah, and then when the Rebbe goes upstairs after all of that, then Rabbi Pekarsky's peeking in the hole, what does he see? The Rebbe take out a Gemara Sukkah, open it up and go, oh, start learning Gemara. <laughs> okay, that's like, wow. But that, that's Hitzanius. Right? The 52 hours giving us, that was the penis. But I think we're blown away that after that, the reference is, I mean, go to sleep, for goodness sake. What have you been doing for the last, like, it's, 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 it's not normal what's been going on here for the last 52 hours. Because after it all, Keshul Bracha. And then the Rebbe goes and sits down and learns, okay, wow. Okay, I, I think there's a wow there, there's no question. But the learning is, is the is the is the das of it all. What's the panemius of it all? Spending some chastar with us. Just giving and giving and giving and giving and giving and giving. Standing there for five hours every Sunday giving you dollars. I told you numerous times that Rabbi Groner told me that many times after dollars they'd have to put the Rebbe's wrists, right wrist, in ice because it was so sore. They'd have to bring down the swelling. Why? Well, 
go like this for five hours and see what your arm feels like. Do it for five minutes and see what your arm feels like. And you're standing on feet that we know gave the Rebbe trouble. Rebbe's feet weren't comfortable. Wearing, wearing those funny shoes too. Yeah, well, also with the back down, right? Rebbe pushed, pushed down the back. I told you once, Ruben, do 